Hello, and welcome to the Passionate Gratitude Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Roberts, wife, mother, and follower of Christ. I am a newbie homeschool mom and a serial business owner with a master's degree in social work and a passion for helping others organize their life. Buckle up for a ride into my day-to-day life where I'll be sharing all the things from faith to fitness, crushing goals to homeschooling, wellness to organizing, and everything in between. Hi guys, I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by my brand new Entrepreneur's Ultimate Productivity Planner. You guys, I just got done making this and it is ready for you so you can start 2022 off on the right foot. It is full of everything you need for a business owner or a busy homeschool mom or just a busy person in general. It has everything from brain dumps to daily gratitude to get to-do lists, personal development, and uh, even a page for rest because you guys know how much I love rest. So go to the link in my bio if you are interested in picking this up. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Hello, hello, my wonderful, passionate gratitude listeners. I am so glad you are back again for another episode. So this is what we are going to be talking about today and probably for the next handful of weeks, okay? Um, I realized because I pulled my audience on Instagram <laughs> and because I was talking to um, some people that I'm close with that have purchased my planner. Um, if you wonder what my planner is, uh, I just did a little advertisement for it there at the beginning of this episode. And I did a whole episode on it um, back in November, I believe, uh, when I first came out with it. So, If you're curious what my planner is, go back and listen to that or follow me on Instagram, Ducks in a Row Organizing Life underscore, and I'm sure you'll see plenty of content there as well. I'm not going to spend time talking about what my planner is because those resources are there for you. But what I am finding is that people are needing a little bit of help on how to use my planner. Um, And it's funny because, you know, I should have known that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but when you like are the person that creates something, you just take for granted that everybody knows how to use it. Like, because I don't know, it makes sense for you and your brain. You know, I made my planner to be the planner I had always wanted and I had always dreamed of. And I had always like, you know what I mean? Like it was, I created it exactly how I wanted it. So everything in it makes perfect sense to me. But silly me, um, you know, And it was silly for me not to realize this, (laughs) but people, that doesn't mean that people understand what everything in it is for, okay? Even if they did happen to listen to my previous podcast that breaks it down or the live video I did on Instagram that breaks it down, or they've been looking at my reels on Instagram about each individual thing. It takes some time and some kind of like education to understand how some of it works. And I understand that. And it, it was kind of silly of me to not like think about that further. So I plan on spending the next couple episodes breaking down particular pieces Um, like individual pieces of my planner that um, people may not really understand how to use. Or maybe they've heard of this, whatever the thing is, maybe they've heard of it before, but they don't know like 
what it is. You know what I mean? Or like how to use it or how it benefits you. So the other thing I want you to understand about my planner is that it is very specific. It is very detailed. It is very intricate. And it is designed specifically to help you manage your time and be more productive. It is not just your, you know, pretty little planner you go pick up at Staples, you know, or Office Max. Like, I'm not dogging those planners. I've used those planners for years and years. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I've ever used. So I'm not like, I'm not like discounting those planners, right? Because everybody's different. Everybody needs a different type of planner. But my planner is specifically designed because of who I am and my career and my background is specifically designed to help you manage your time and be more productive and and reach goals, especially if you are an entrepreneur, a business owner, or even a homeschool mom um, or anything like that. Because I will tell you, like my mom has this. She's not a business owner. (laughs) She never has been and she never will be. Um, Now, oddly enough, my dad does have a business. Um, He like lays stone, like he does stone work on people's houses. But it's not the type of, like he's retired. So it's not the type of business that he needs to like work on growing, right? But my point is that this planner is more for, for more than just for people who are in business, okay? But it does, it is designed to help those that are in business understand um, kind of how to work on themselves and manage their time and everything to be productive towards their goals in their business. Uh, so it would be remiss I, you know, for me to not specifically break this down and, and be more, um, you know, in detail about what the planner offers. I will also say, if you do not have my planner and you don't plan on purchasing it, please don't stop listening. (laughs) Like, don't be like, oh, this isn't for me. You know, it is for you. And the reason it's for you is because you can still do everything that I'm going to go over um, in the next couple episodes. You can still do those things um, even without my planner, right? Like, you can still practice these particular um, uh, what do I want to call them? Habits, uh, whatever. You can still, um, practice these things even without my planner. Okay. So I don't want you to just like zoom on past thinking this isn't for you because it is, this is beneficial. These are the things that I work with my clients on my productivity clients that I am helping my coaching clients. These are the things that we work on, right? That's why I put them in this planner. Etc. Etc. So they're totally relevant. Now, the only other thing that I want to say really quick is you guys know me. I say this like almost every week. If you are a faithful listener, then you know this. I a lot of times shoot from the hip with this podcast. I feel like it is something, it is therapeutic for me to be able to shoot from the hip, but also I feel like it is really beneficial for people listening because I like to get you know, I like the Lord to speak to me and help me kind of, um, you know, share my podcast for what he is kind of laying on my heart. So the reason I'm saying that is because I don't want you to like hold me to it. If next week the Lord puts something on my heart and I just feel it's really important in that moment to share, I'm going to share it. And we will just you know, push this back and I will, I will do another podcast on this, you know, on this particular subject, maybe the following week. So just, just so you know, and I think that is something that makes my podcast unique also is, um, to be able to shoot from the hip and not be so regimented with my planning of the podcast. 
Um, so without further ado, let's jump into it. I want to talk about the five essential tasks today. Okay. So raise your hand. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to see you if you're raising your hand, but raise your hand if you know what the five essential tasks are, if you've heard of that before. And this is something that I was introduced to only a couple years ago. It's not really something that like I knew for sure, you know, and like whatever. It, it, but it was something that I thought was really super duper interesting. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a really, really good way for people to practice um doing what's essential and creating a habit. So one of the biggest things that helps us stay accountable or helps us stay consistent, I should say, in anything that we're doing in life is to create habits. And I've done podcasts on habits and everything, okay? So whatever. But it's important to understand that in creating habits, we have to be intentional with those habits we're creating. We have to be intentional in doing those things that we want to make into a habit. You can't be like, okay, I'm going to, and let's use exercise or working out as an example, because that is a really good example for, it pertains to a lot of people, but it's also a good example for me, because this is what I tell people whenever they're like, I want to work out and I just can't do it. Like, I just can't stick to it. Like, I just can't, well, you know, but all the can'ts, right? Which I can't stand. Oh, listen, I just said can't. But I have successfully, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I have successfully been able to make working out a habit. Okay? And I'm going to admit to you, it's been a habit for years. I'm telling you 10 years. So this was this is before I was even ever into all this productivity and time management. Obviously, it is innate in me to be organized and to manage my time and be productive. Like that is kind of, you know, and I'm thankful for it, but it is a gift from God. It, it really is. So I'm not saying like I've just all of a sudden became organized. No, I've always been that way, but I could honestly say that I didn't even I didn't even do this when I made working out a habit, I didn't I didn't write it down on my five essential task list. Okay. I didn't do that. But I was successful in making working out a habit. And I'm telling you over 10 years, I'm here to tell you it's probably been 15 years. And I've talked about this before. Okay. So I'm not like rehashing that. I'm just making an example of the fact that I was able to make working out an actual habit. Um, and the other people have too, and they probably have done it in different ways. But I want to use that example because I want you to understand that if you are going to write working out down as an essential task, and you are going to commit to it being non-negotiable for every single day of your life or four to five days a week (laughs) or four to six, whatever, then, you know, you've got to be diligent about completing it and using your five essential tasks uh, uh, list to make it happen, okay? So we're going to use that as an example. I no longer have to write working out down on my five essential task list. I will tell you some of the things I have on there right now, but I do not have to do that anymore. And the reason is because I don't have to write down that I'm brushing my teeth every day. I don't have to write down that I'm cooking dinner every day. I might write down what I'm having if it's something different or something that I have to like remember to pick something up at the store, right? But I don't have to write those things down. And so I was talking to my mom about this and she's like, well, like, should I write down cooking dinner? And I said to her, is it a habit? 
And she's like, yeah. Well, I'm like, no, then you don't have to write it down. The things you are writing down are things that are not yet habits. So if working out is not a habit for you yet, then you should be writing it down. You can do it five days a week. Like let's say for the last, since January 1st, you've been really good about you know sticking on this workout train, okay? And you have done it five days a week and you and you've been really good about it, right? But is it a habit or do or should you still be writing it down? Like it takes a while to actually make something a habit. I would venture a guess that this is totally my opinion. There's probably studies out there on this, okay? But in my opinion, it probably takes at least a year of creating this particular habit of like writing it down and like then it turning into a habit. So if I were somebody who was just starting my workout journey and before now I worked out maybe like once or twice in a blue moon just because I felt like I needed to or I'd put in like three weeks of working out and then I'd fall off the wagon, right? If I was somebody like that, this is what I'd do. I would commit to the next year writing down working out on my five essential task list every single day. Even if you get six months down the road and you're like, why am I still writing this down? Like, I'm really good at doing this. I've been doing this. I would give it at least a year because you are creating a habit. You've got to recreate a habit. Again, brushing teeth is a habit, right? But my boys who are eight and 10 years old, I still have to tell them to brush their teeth. So it's it's been eight years. It's been 10 years and they still have not created that habit. Now listen, they're kids, okay? But I'm just using that as an example. It takes a really long time to convert that essential task into a habit. So treat it as an essential task for as long as you need to. And then you can like maybe take it off the list. Maybe it, next January, you're like, I got this down, man. I've been doing good with my workouts. I'm not going to write it on my five essential task list anymore. But then you get into like, come February, March, all of a sudden you've fallen off the train and you're not working out every day. Well, then you better put it back on your list, girlfriend, because it might not be a habit yet, right? You need to trial and error that, Okay. So I also want to mention, though, that with the five essential tasks, it doesn't have to be five. It can be three. It can be eight. It can be 10. Um, But I do encourage people not to make it too many things on that list because these are your non-negotiables. These are the things that you're going to do and come hell or high water, you're doing them that day. Like, you know, like, I, like, honestly, I'm not just using that term, that, that like phrase in a funny way. I actually mean come hell or high water. <laughs> in, in, unless there's an emergency, you are doing that task. That is what the five essential task list is for. You are doing it. They are non-negotiable. You're not going to make an excuse as to why you're not doing it. And the reason is because the things on that item are priorities that are going to create change because they're going to become habits. That is what they are. I'm going to give you a couple examples of mine, and some of them might seem silly, okay? They might. And I also want to say, before I say mine, I want to make sure you guys understand that they can change because different things, number one, different things will take less time to, to create a habit. So you can probably write something down for one month and in one month you've converted it to a habit. That's very unlikely, but it's possible. So it, the things can change. The other reason, the other way that your five essential task list will change is um, 
If you have something that's just for that day or something you have to do just for that particular week that is a priority and it's a non-negotiable, but it's not necessarily something that is going to become a habit. It's just really important. Okay. Your five essential task lists can be used for that as well. I just want to make that clear. Um, for the most part, it's to create change and make habits, but it also highlights the priorities and the things in the day that you absolutely have to get done that are non-negotiable. So it may not be something that's being converted into a habit. It might just be, okay, this week I have to um, write this lesson plan if you're a teacher. Like it's gotta be done by this week. I have this deadline. It is essential. I am I am putting in 30 minutes a day on it. So I have to write it on my task list. But then next week it's done, right? So you, instead of putting that on your to-do list, you can actually put that on your essential task list because it is essential. That's up to you. That's your prerogative, okay? But I just wanted to make that clear so that you understand. Um, and then the last thing I will say again, um, which I think I've said a couple of times, but I just want to make sure you guys understand what I'm saying. I want to make sure I am beating this dead horse over and over, okay? And I actually hate that analogy because I get so sad when I see animals like suffer and especially horses. I remember when I was a kid, I would watch like these movies with adults, which was weird. I shouldn't have done that. But like if there was, if this was like a Western and like, like the guys were on a horse and the horse would get hurt, like I would be more sad about that. That's probably, that's probably terrible um, to say out loud, but <laughs> I shouldn't say, I shouldn't use that analogy of beating a dead horse because I don't like, it makes me sad thinking about that. Okay. Let's move on from there. Um, it's a total side note. Anyway, so what I'm saying is, this is, the, this is the thing that I am trying to drive home more than anything. You've got to write these things down every day. Even if you're like, oh my gosh, it's the same thing. I wrote the same thing every day this week in this little box. And Amanda's planner, this little, this little teal box, I've written the same five things every day guess what? You're probably going to continue to write those same five things every day for the entire year, but you still need to write them. You have to write them down. You have to write them down because that helps you make it a habit. Okay? You're going to have it in your brain. You're going to remember those five things. (laughs) A month from now, you're going to remember what those five things are. I'm doing this, 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 and this. And I have to do them today. You're going to remember it. But spending the time to write it down is going to create that change. It is going to ingrain and etch into your brain and every fiber of your being that those things have to be done. You are making them a habit. Write them down. It seems mundane. It seems silly. It seems counterproductive. I'm here to tell you it is not counterproductive. It is not you know, it, it serves a huge purpose. I promise. I promise. If you do that every single day, come back to me in a year and tell me if it worked. Come back to me in a year and say, Amanda, you were right. I've made it a habit. It is now a habit. Okay. Just trust me. And I'm doing it with you too. Okay. So let me tell you without further ado, some of the things on my list. Um, I have oil pulling on my list right now. And if you don't know what that is, you can Google it. But it is where you just take like a tablespoon of oil. I use coconut oil, um, but a healthy, good oil. And you swish it around in your mouth for like 15 to 20 minutes. um, And it's good for your oral health. I am trying to, um, you know, just up my oral health game. Okay, that's what my goal is. Um, And I have not made it a habit. I brush my teeth every day, but I haven't made oil pulling a habit. It's kind of a 
pain, you guys. It really is. You can't talk when it's in there. It's not like you're just swishing Listerine in there for like 30 seconds. It's got to be in there for several minutes. Um, But I want to make it a habit. So I have that on there. I have devotions with my hubs. I don't have to write down my daily devotion because it has already become a habit. I have that as a habit. I don't need to write it in my essentials task list, okay? I have it, um, I have though the a separate devotion that I do just with my husband that I am trying to create as a habit and it currently is not. So it goes on my list every day. Um, I'm counting my macros right now, um, which I've done on and off for the last like nine months, but it's not a habit because I forget. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting here right now. Now listen to me say this. I'm sitting here right now. It is four o'clock in the afternoon and I have not tracked any of my macros yet. And I can go back and do it. I'm not saying like it's, it's hard. I just haven't had a chance to do it. But guess what? It is on my five essential task list. So when I go and look at that at the end of the day and I see what I haven't done yet, I am going to be like, oh my gosh, I got to do that. Okay, so not only does writing it down, even if it's the same thing that you wrote down yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before and the day before and the day before, there's still going to be times if it's not a habit yet that you're going to forget. So then you writing it down again today makes you go look at that list for the day and be like, I got to do it. And that's why I did a five essential task list for every single day. And I didn't just do one for the whole planner because you've got to write it down every day. (laughs) Did I say that yet? Did you, did I say I did? Okay. Um, so I have those three things and I have a couple other things. Some of them are personal, so I'm not going to share them, but the point is, okay, this is a really good strategy for creating habit. Making these habits, making good habits creates the change in your life that is going to help you be better with your time and be more productive. It is a key and it is a pathway to productivity. Okay. So these things that I'm doing, listen, I'm already a productive person, but I need to see those things, to write them down and to check them every day because I am still trying to create habit in my life. Nobody's exempt from that. Everybody needs to do that. Okay. And priorities are so important in getting there. Okay. So you've got to do these things. You've got to write them down. You've got to be diligent about it so that you can create that habit, which in turn will create the change that you are are seeking in this way. Okay. So I hope that that made sense. Um, I really didn't even think it would take this long (laughs) um, to explain that, but five essential tasks are such a great tool for time management, productivity, and creating habits, and just and, and smashing goals and everything. It, it, it's just really a really, really great strategy. So I hope you try it. If you have my planner, it's there every day for you in the little daily breakdown. Um, if you don't have my planner, write it, write, write it down somewhere else. Just do it. You know, do it. Come back to me in a year and tell me how you made out <laughs> and tell me what, how many habits you created. I think it's awesome. So, okay, I am signing off for now, you guys. I am once again so thankful for you guys and so thankful that you're here. And I just hope and pray that um, you can live your life with passionate gratitude. And I will see you guys again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you subscribe and share with your friends. And don't forget to tag me on social media when you do. Always remember, lead your life with passionate gratitude. God bless. Until next time.